Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. If you want to talk about uh, guns, why is it that there's a gun shop on almost every corner in this community? Why? Tell you why. For the same reason that there's a liquor store on almost every corner in the black community. Why? They want us to kill ourselves. You go out to Beverly Hills, you don't see that shit. But they want us to kill ourselves. Yeah, the best way you can destroy a people, you take away their ability to reproduce themselves. Who is it that's dying out here on these streets every night? Y'all, y'all, y'all. An envious person is the worst kind of person because they will kill you, they will betray you into the hands of your enemy to see you in an uncomfortable position because they hate you not because you're bad but they hate you for being who and what you are because they want to be that themselves and they're not happy with you being that they want that for themselves and they want to take it from you and if they can't take it from you they will kill you so that you cannot exhibit that quality welcome to real black consciousness forum podcast this is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about hip hop. And we're going to talk about the Migos. And then we're going to talk about the loss of lives, right? Because um, unless you've been living underneath a rock, Takeoff, which is one of the members of the Atlanta based group, known worldwide, right? Migos, he, um, he unfortunately lost his life in Houston and he's not by himself, right? Because according to the numbers, this year alone, 276 people have lost their life because they were killed in Houston. So we're going to, um, yeah, we're going to make that all a part of today's conversation. And, um, you know, it's not going to so much be about the young brother takeoff. You know, we, uh, of course, we send the condolences to his family. Um, it's a tragedy, right? But um, unfortunately, you know, when it comes to the village, when it comes to the camp, when it comes to the black community, um, these type of tragedies are normalized, right? And during the conversation of this young man's passing, you hear words thrown around like um, check in and then you hear words like uh, mob ties and then you can listen to managers and bloggers and podcasters, right? Um, there's a gentleman by the name of WAC 100 and he's having a conversation about what's going on in Houston and he says that, you know, during a party, during certain environments, you got to be able to tell the men in your circle to stand down and you know, it's interesting, man, because sometimes when you hear these personalities talk, um, they will make you think that they can control the crime rate, right? They can make you think that uh, <laughs> that they have so much influence as an adult males over other adult males that they can control this person's free will. So they're God in a certain sense. You can tell another man not to react on this situation and that situation and you can tell somebody 
to stand down and all this old kind of stuff. So this is interesting, man. It's a real interesting conversation, right? Um, whether it's New York City or Baltimore or Houston or LA or Chicago or Detroit, Birmingham, Mobile, or Miami, um, if we don't know nothing, beloved, if we honest with ourselves, we know this. We know that Takeoff died in Houston because it's not so much at a birthday party. Because if he went to the same city and went to a birthday party for a ZZ Top, right? Or he went to Houston for a birthday party of Clint Black. Or let's just say like any of these country singers in Houston, right? Because let me say that because I don't know if these guys are dead or alive. But if he just went to any, I'm talking about the Migos as a group. If they just went to any country singers, private event, birthday party, they'd be alive. It's just as simple as that. Um, When it comes to our village, the only uh, quote unquote safe environments is like you have to get around like um, R&B culture, right? So if he would have went or they would have went to like a Beyonce's party, yeah, they'd be okay. If they would have went to like a Kelly Rowland birthday party, they'd be okay. If they would have went to like a Solange birthday party, yeah, if it would have went left, I mean, she would have kicked them a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that ain't gonna hurt you. They would have left with their lives, beloved, is what I'm saying. Um... But when you're dealing with hip-hop, you're dealing with people that they identify themselves as street people. Or better yet, street niggas. And here on Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast, beloved, I informed our people that when you're in the village or you're from the village, when a person identify themselves as a street nigga, he's your enemy. He's not your friend. This is why you can see a, a young man die. It's like 40 people there. Don't nobody know nothing. Don't nobody see nothing because, um, you know, our people, they play this game. They live by this quote unquote code, the street code, but they didn't invent the street code. So they're just imitating guineas. They're imitating small hats. They're imitating mix. It's so when it's a real tragedy when you see black folks, right? Especially in the South, because this is what typically you see. Our people really love each other. When you see black folks in the South trying to imitate a cold, you know that you are a part of a lost people, right? But um, in the words of our brother, Dr. Amos Wilson, peace be upon him, he's no longer here. He's quoted by saying, to conquer a people, you must destroy the love they have for one another. And when you get around quote-unquote street folks y'all street niggas they're identifying that they're going to live by a code that shows no love for black folks so why would you even be around them there's no reason to be around street niggas at the level that the migos is on really i mean they really have no business hanging around some guys from rap a lot they're not selling no real records over there they can't take no tour and go global, you know what I'm saying? These Migos is a group that can go right now to the middle of Turkey and sell out a stadium and go to the middle of Africa somewhere or Russia somewhere or somewhere in Europe and just sell out a stadium. And you're hanging around people that are not even on your level, man. 
And we're gonna we're gonna have a conversation about that later because I just like to encourage, you know, black mothers. This is why I tell black mothers, yo, yo, your children don't need no friends, especially if they're young males. They don't need no friends. Because there's a poison in black males' eyes between the age of 16 and 30. It's just there. You know, we can't, we ain't gonna come on here and we just finna fake like it's just no, nah, it's the so-called, it's the white man, brother. It's the no, 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 it's niggas, it's niggas. It's niggas And it's from 16 to 30 If you're around them You're in the danger zone I don't know what else to tell you Right I mean um, We got a podcaster from Philadelphia His name is Gilly the Kid And instead of just Pointing out The ills of what's going on We blame victims Because we good at This is what you do When you're from the neighborhood So A young man Take off Lose his life There's 50 fucking people around Nobody is arrested In the first 4 or 5 hours and you can get a podcaster named Gilly the Kid from Philadelphia who get on a microphone and holler and complain about don't put this shit on camera. Why is this on camera? Why do our community feel the need to uh, put this on camera? Put this on camera. That's the least of our worries. A man got shot in front of 50 people. Nobody got arrested. That's the bigger problem. That's what I look like. Damn, dog. Who gives a fuck about? Listen, if you ask me, should certain things like that be on camera beloved it's just a part of the culture now that's our community to put things on camera if it's a fight in the village we pull out the cameras if it's a car wreck right we see a car turn over or we see an 18 wheeler turn over we pull out the camera i mean that's just this is a village that we come from this is the society that we live in if it's a shooting we pull out the cameras you know um so much so beloved if you having sex what do they do these days in the middle of sex because nothing is sacred if jojo think he got a one-of-a-kind stroke game in the middle of sex he pulls out the phone camera and he records it so this is all a part of the culture now right we got mimi and nico sex tape it's a part of the culture uh we got kim kardashian and ray j is a part of the culture so you know Gilly is from Philly so I'm like yo if anybody you should have been telling to put the camera down it should have been Stevie J when he was running around with Eve he should have put the camera down but maybe all of that beloved is a different story for a different day we live in an on demand society we live in an on demand slash click and see what you want to see society right it's not about somebody this video getting back to somebody's mother or their auntie or their brother's if they don't click on it, they won't see it. I don't care where it's floating at. If they don't click on it, they won't see it. But beloved, believe it or not, this is what got a lot of our grandfathers and great uncles and uncles and older, elder cousins out of Vietnam. As long as you don't put certain shit on camera, things can keep going on, business as usual. When you start putting war on camera, bloodshed, shooting, killing, maiming, when you see that, that makes the public say, okay, there's a problem, right? So the black community is um, typically what happens in the village is that our people live underneath embarrassment. So they would say, don't pull out the cameras. When you, yeah, pull out the cameras, beloved, because it's embarrassing to prove what the world already know. Black lives don't matter. Black lives don't matter. We just seen a, a, a young man take off lose his life in a city that 276 folks already got killed in 
it's only 365 days in a year so it's damn near like one person every in the city you go to it's damn near like one person on average die damn near per day this is what we're dealing with but no they don't want you to pull out the cameras why let the world see what we black lives that we can't keep sweeping shit under the rug we have swept so much shit under the rug in the village that it's more Everest at this point <laughs> we try to we think the world don't see it the world see it the, the world see it this is why when you come to every inner city you can't even talk to the merchant you can't even touch the merchant i know in the city of detroit everything is bulletproof the liquor stores is bulletproof the dollar taxi cabs is bulletproof when you go into the Burger Kings and the McDonald's, it's bulletproof. I had to go down south. And when I went south, this is the first time that you can go to a McDonald's and I can shake the cashier's hand. Or Man, you can't do that shit in Detroit. It's a, it's a bulletproof shield when you go to McDonald's. And when your family come from the south up to this, they freak out when they see it's like, God damn, y'all got the bulletproofs and the Burger Kings and the Taco Bells and the White Castles. Be like, hell yeah. <laughs> this is what we got at the Coney Islands. Then they get in the, the dollar cab and say, damn, they got the bulletproof in the cab too. Everything is bulletproof in Detroit. Because the people are living a savage-like mentality here. It's just what it is. It's embarrassing. So hip-hop, beloved, is, is not, you know, we can't get into this thing where we're going to blame the victim. Only thing we can come amongst our people and tell them the truth. Listen, 16 to 30, you rolling the dice being around black males from the age of 16 to 30 you're rolling the dice i'm just i don't know what to tell you you know young Dolph died getting some cookies in his old neighborhood uh pop smoke they ran way up to this airbnb they passed up all these other houses where devils and small hats live at and they went all the way to the house where their brother was at to do what rob shoot and kill him pmb died at breakfast with his old lady you know what I'm saying? And you know what they say? Oh, he went to the wrong one. The wrong one? What is the right one? You know what the right one is? Our people are safer around white folks. That's what we don't want to say. That's what the real truth is. You know why Takeoff is dead? He wasn't around white folks. That's the real hard truth. If he was around some white folks, if he was around country singers, or some rappers and they want to be rappers and they all so-called devils they would not have lost their life he could have wore all his jewelry every no problem at all he came amongst our people and our people is more devils than the real devils and this is the situation that we live in because we are scared to say listen 16 to 30 is poison there is in your eyes it's in these young folks eyes so strong that this is why they kill each other and they get into the detective room and say man why did you kill the guy man you see the way he looked at me he looked at me, man, the way he was staring at me. You can they can feel the hate in just looking at one another, staring at one another. It's there. And the biggest problem with this takeoff situation is not only did the young man lose his life, right? Yo, for it to be 50 fucking people around and they didn't arrest nobody, okay, these niggas is finna play Guinea. They finna try to play some cold or we keeping the street code. Who invented the street code? What was this street code at when your folks was on this plantation? Everybody got Billy Badass off the plantation. What was y'all badass at when we needed it? They're never there. The street guys is never there when you need them. Right? And then they got folks that 
I'm talking about the real enemy, our open enemy, hurt, kill our folks from our village. They still walk around, no problem at all. I can name names, but I don't have to name them. You know what I'm saying? People that, listen, that can go into uh, churches and shoot and can go down to Florida and play neighborhood watch and kill many, you know, our people. They stay free. Nothing happened to them. And then when they go to the penitentiary, nothing happened to them. But everybody's in the free world playing Billy Badass. And the real unfortunate thing is that, listen, it, this is what's really sad that I felt like it. This is the importance of fathers, right? And I want to send this message to our single men. Look, our single mothers, sister, this is just what it is. If you were, um, if you're a big mama and the mother's not there and you got to raise the children, you know, black males for some reason, and I just want to put y'all up on this. If you were aunt, they got to raise your nephew like your own or you a big sister they got to raise your little brothers like your own because this happens in the village um the most important thing about young black males is safety is not in numbers safety is operating by yourself trouble is actually in the numbers you know once you get five or six deep it's trouble it's unfortunate but it's trouble um I couldn't understand why, and I'm looking at some videos of this takeoff situation. They're being like driven around a part of the city in Houston called Fifth Ward. I've been there. And I'm trying to figure out why would you take millionaire guys? What's what's the what's the thrill of taking a millionaire act that's global to a place and the people that's taking them there, right? This is Lil J children. These are like trust fund babies. These babies is not, these guys not from the bricks. These guys is from like, they're trust fund kids. They went to the best schools. They don't know probably what the inside of a public school looked like. They was raised in a mansion. And when you see their demeanor, their actions, it's interesting because they play this guinea game all of a sudden. Like they have to play tough and they have to talk tough. And they, you know, one of the young guys went to jail and I'm trying to figure out what happened, what went wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really doesn't really make sense. They 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 have an opportunity to be so much greater, but they involving themselves in an activity. But you don't see little Jay daughters doing that. It's just the sons that kind of keep this thing. And you know, um, I mean, I can put myself in that situation, beloved. My pops is from the bricks, and of course, you know the projects he's from. They tore his projects down. That's that's the new thing. The devil go around uh, covering his tracks, tearing down all the projects in America because the projects is a laboratory that the devil used to make our people niggas when our folks came off the plantation we didn't have this kind of mentality uh the nature of our people we're born with the nature of freedom justice and equality it's just in our spirit we're born this way the way that the devil got that out of us is he created a laboratory a smaller laboratory he called it a project he put our people in the projects then we wasn't becoming niggas fast enough so he removed the man out of the home and then he put the right ingredients in these project housing and he created the nigga mentality or the elders used to be able to say he got a project mentality because they knew there was a difference. It, so once you had the project mentality, they pushed you out of the projects into the cities. So my pops is from the projects; They tore him down, but he's from there. And it's like, there's no way, though, if the projects that he's from is still up. What do I look like having guests then come from out of town? And then they're on a high level, a global level. There's so many places I can take these guys. Why would that, you think I would take these guys to there's no to a poor community to ride them around? And I got to have a pistol on the seat and all this. Oh, I'm playing 
This is unbelievable, man. But we have to be on man time. We got to be on man time. I can't figure out, you know, when you see black males five and six deep, what is coming out of somebody's mouth that's so attractive that your son got to be in that circle? Like, what, what is what is so attractive? Because they say takeoff for 28 years old. What would be so attractive about takeoff and Quavo Millionaire guys leaving their city to go support another grown man's birthday party of some sort. Like, I don't see the importance of it. You know, a real birthday party is packed with, you know, the gentlemen got their children there, their kids there, you know, their kids, mother, their wives there. When you get on man time, this is the kind of interactions you have. I can't remember personally, beloved, the last time that I went over my partner's house and my wife wasn't with me. You know, when you become a man of a certain age, I never seen or I can't see or I should I can say it this way. The value of me hanging around 10 to 15 guys that I learned in the neighborhood on the west side of Detroit, that was taken from me by my father. This is the importance of having a dad. When I live with my mom and I joke about my life, I say my life is kind of like Trey from Boys in the Hood. I stayed with my mom until I got to a certain age. Then I had to move with my pops and it was different. When I stayed with mama, I can have homeboys. This is where I had all my partners at. We can, you know, they come over to the crib. You know, we eight or nine deep in my basement, in my room. We can play the video game all day. And periodically, we got us some shit because this is typical of what you do from the west side of Detroit. You just get in some shit. When I had to stay with my pops, though, it was different. Rule number one, not the second rule or the third rule. The first rule I was given when I went in my pops' home was... Hey, man, don't have no niggas over here. Huh? Yeah, don't have no niggas over here. And I'm just saying it twice, just to say it twice as they're having a conversation because, beloved, I got a pops. He just said something. He just said it one time. You know what I'm saying? I love my sons. I may say things a couple times. Not him. (laughs) He said shit just one time. You know what I'm saying? And after that, that's it. Okay. He got me in old school. I had a 78 colors, right? So I got the 78 colors, you know, I painted the cocaine white and I come from this is we talking about the 90s. So when you paint a car back in the day, I put flakes on it. You know how we used to put the flakes on it. And then the big thing at that time was putting some clear coat on it. You know what I'm saying? So I got the 78 colors supreme. I painted the cocaine white, put the flakes on it, and I put maybe like two, three coats of clear on it because that was the thing to do. General Motors through Cadillac had some high-end tires that we call uh they call Vogues. Right, this is like some Midwest South shit. If you're from the East and West Coast, you may not get it, but Southerners gonna get it because we're in the Midwest. We do some shit where we put Vogues on the car, and we put Trues and Vogues on the car. But when I got the car up, take a guess and what the first rule that my pops gave me about a car. Hey, I don't want to see no niggas in that car. What that did was forced me and put me in a position I still had my homeboys but I had to fuck with my homeboys when I went over my mom's crib I couldn't do it at my pop's crib so what that did was it kind of put me in a position where I had to learn women, talk to women made me closer to my girlfriend I knew how to, it put me in that position you know what I'm saying and then believe it or not beloved, that position of always being around a black woman always with my girlfriend everywhere we go, that kept me out of trouble now when you do something for so long, it becomes you practicing it. It becomes normal. It becomes behavior. 
I couldn't even put myself in a position to be around a bunch of guys no more because I wasn't used to it no more. I didn't see the value in it no more because I was taken out that situation. Now I see certain guys that get into groups, they get into bullshit because that comes with the culture. I say all that to say this, beloved. If you're a single mother, encourage your son or instruct your son. He don't need no friends. This is why, you know, it's so tough for black males to be in a relationship with black females because, see, what tends to happen is that he talks so much with other males that when he get in a relationship, he really don't know how to fully communicate with the woman he's with. And then, you know, our women complain, you know, Jamarcus don't talk, you know, Charlie don't talk, you know, Red Red don't talk. No, he talking, sister. He's just not talking to you. He never learned how to properly communicate with you because he spent his whole life around his homeboys. So when he need to lay up and watch a couple of movies and have sex, yeah, he called on you then. But all this conversation, all this emotional attention and everything, he gives that to other males. That's really a weird position, beloved. It's, I think the term they call that is androsexual, but I had to double check on that. But black males have got themselves in a position where they almost fascinated with being around other black, black males. And that kind of, that spirit had to be broken by a male. A male, no, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because the way I came up, I had to break my baby brother from that now because I knew better. So when I seen him, what you know, eight or nine deep somewhere hey, hey man get rid of them niggas go by yourself and then he see those other guys end up going to prison and doing other shit and he's not there because now it was the same thing with me it put him in, in, in a position where all he can do is run around with his girlfriend now this is what we have to be i can't understand why a 28 year old guy with a whole life ahead of him would be in a position in a room with a bunch of dudes there bowling I, what the fuck I need to come way out to Houston to go bowling and I'm rolling with I'm in a car listen they got a video of them young guys and a $100,000 car and they're four deep but where you gonna put the women at what is the infatuation that we have that we have to be around men like that what is these men saying that's so attractive to your ear what is the um the energy that they're giving up that you have to be around them beloved i'm gonna have to do more research but i think they call that androsexual where somebody plays the alpha male and you are somehow as a male you attracted to the alpha male energy even as a male so you roll around eight or nine people you know what i'm saying 10 or 15 people but you know what beloved when you go to the suburbs i'm just going to be real with you the east indians don't do that you can't come to the East Indian community and you see 15 of them on the block on the corner hanging out. You can't go to a small hat community and see 10 to 15 small hats. They piled up, they crewed up, they just sitting on the block. It's only when you come to our village, niggas pulling out basketball goals underneath on the streets and all this shit and you see 15. Where do we get this kind of behavior from? Now there's an imbalance. We're so used to being around this. Again, I'm a researcher, but I believe it's called androsexual kind of energy. We don't even know how to interact with our own women because we're practicing being around men. We sitting up playing video games all day around men. We sitting in the bar all day with men. We, we're leaving our city to go to somebody else's city, beloved, to go bowling and support somebody's birthday party. I don't fucking need to come to your birthday party. The fuck I need to be here for? So you get outside is a petty argument. It's all men out there. 
with a, just a few, it was like a few ladies out there. These are megastars. It should have been women all over the place. But see, if that was an R&B party, it wouldn't have been that way. If that was a country singer party, it wouldn't have been that way. But you're dealing with niggas. 16 to 30 is going to be that way. Since what I'm saying is your son don't need no friends. I say that on every single podcast. Don't let your son. They don't need no friends. Go get a girlfriend. Go get your girl. That's how I had to do. My pops didn't care how much female company I had. He didn't care how many women I had in the car. Just don't put no niggas out there. And then I began to sit back and look at this person go to the grave. This person go to the grave. This person, they get in this situation over here. This person get in this situation over here. Where you at, V? I'm with my girl. I don't know what's going on over there. I had to get the call later. Damn, that's what happened. Where you at? Shit, I'm over here with my girl. So I encourage on the podcast, what do I say? Black men need wives. They need wives early to break them out of that spell. It's interesting. I can, Listen, beloved, we just seen a whole incident. 50 people there, just, brother gets shot, it's 50 fucking people around. How many married people do you think was in that crowd? Because if I'm not mistaken, the Migos is a group of three. The one that wasn't there was the one that was at home with his wife. The rest of the guys, it's just a single pile up over there. And there's some androsexual shit going on over there where these black men just feel the need to be around these other... Man, that is... Come on, man. Four deep? Man, my pops would have... That shit wouldn't happen. I don't know what Lil' J doing. Right? I, I don't know what Lil' J got his sons. He teaching his sons. But that shit don't look like no man time shit to me. And something happened. And he got to jump in the SUV and ride off and I and I'm just going I'm just going to leave you with this you know what I'm saying um I don't know the details of what happened with that shooting I seen one video and at the end of that video I think it's the guy named Quavo and he makes a statement he said uh let me go let me leave before somebody get hurt right okay now you know sometime again beloved you know um I, I'm not sure where that statement came from. I wasn't there. But just seeing that little piece alone, that, that's a very dangerous statement. Because even if somebody has got you in this city to chaperone, you know, kind of like be your chaperone a little bit, or you quote unquote, you checking in with the mob ties, you know, some niggas that want to be guineas. I really don't know what city that you could have went to. I'm talking about Quavo, and you could have made that statement and something wouldn't happen. Because, you know, Houston... You know, beloved, I've been there, and those brothers have a reputation for being like that. These are layback brothers. They not like. I mean, I can remember like yesterday. I've been to both Houston's. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a man of a certain age. I've been to the Houston, Houston, right? And then I've been to the H Town after Katrina. And the first thing H Town did after they took all the New Orleans people in, they took in everybody that needed some help. So it it was a it's a blender culture. So. In my estimate, it's a more beautiful place now. I mean, you can, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I have a good time in H Town. I don't have this, you know, I have a good time in H Town. So it's it's like, but they kind of like they laid back brothers. And it's like, you know, I I'm, I wasn't sure about that because I'm from the neighborhood. And I'm like, damn, I even if I brought you in over to the west side, you can't get into it with these motherfuckers over here. And you can't be walking around on some shit. Oh shit, let me be quiet for some shit happen. 
no you there's some shit finna happen now what they've been to call your bluff and something happened now you know what i'm saying like because what can i do now and um you know a lot of bloggers and podcasters they're getting on one of the young boys they said he walking past the guy because he the, the, the take off the young brother he lost his life and he said he's walking past the guy and it's there's a way unfortunately beloved if you a guest like we got a saying in detroit you know we say uh when you come to the city you know wipe your feet off on the mat before you get it you know you show respect to somebody's home there's nothing there's no way you should be arguing about nothing about nothing over here because you're just a guest you know this is a city that uh young jeezy come to a hundred times a year i don't want i don't care about none of the rumors you hear check in and niggas getting robbed in detroit man we love everybody in the, this city love everybody you know so you can't come here with no funny shit but this city love everybody but you know you have to be careful with the words beloved you know you come into a city and let me be quiet but something happened for something happened man you just a guest damn dog what you got you know that shit you know i don't i was listening to Whack 100 podcast he, I could tell somebody to stand down I'm like damn nigga you well that man you can go out there in goddamn California and you can control the crime right there and you can tell niggas to stand down we're going to tell everybody in the neighborhood to stand down <laughs> she need to like they could take they taking black men free will from them I'm like yo if you come in as a guest you're a guest I don't know the particulars and uh, I hope that comment didn't offend anybody but you know um you know, I'm a man of a certain age and I have the ability to travel. And uh in certain cities is up. You know what I'm saying? It's it's up in Mobile. Uh it's up in Beham. It's up in Atlanta. It's up in Richmond, Virginia. It's up in Louisville. You know what I'm saying? It's up in Gary, Indiana. You know, it's up in St. Louis. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's up in Philly, it's up in Bemore. I don't know no city you can go to as a guest and make that statement. I don't know. You know, no place you could go make that statement because I don't know a local that can do that. I'm from the city of Detroit and I don't know an east sider that could have came to the west side and said, man, let me get up out of here, man, for somebody to get hurt. Wait, what? That shit finna go down immediately. As our brother, you know, Bernie Mac, peace be upon him, would say, immediately this shit finna go down. We can't go to the east side of Detroit and hang out as west siders and we having a, you know, and my family is from the east. You know, I love it out there. My family from the East, you know, I can't go over to the East and I'm kicking it and I'm getting to it. You know, I, my folks, you know, over there from Seven Mile and Ryan and I'm just kicking and I'm shooting the shit, you know what I'm saying, with these Persian niggas. And, you know, I make the comment, man, let me go for somebody to get hurt. What? <laughs> this shit might not work out for me. You know, I'm just being real. So, you know what I'm saying, beloved? What you do best, you just stay away. We adults. Let's get wives. Let's travel with our families, yo. Why we don't have families? Why are we going to birthday parties as grown men and our kids is not with us? I don't want to. Damn. I mean, we entertainers. You, how, how much goddamn liquor and gambling and dice shoot? I don't. Who, who the fuck? I don't want to do that shit. I can take my ass to the casino and shoot dice. Goddamn. I don't want to just. I don't want to do this with strangers. This is. I'm from the West, beloved. Dice shooting is an intimate thing on the West Side. We shoot dice. We go to dice parties. We know these niggas, though. We ain't going. I'm not going to Chicago to no dice game. And I got family there. Nah, I'm cool. I don't shoot dice in the shot. 
And my family from the south side, I don't do it. You know what I'm saying? But I do it when I get home. Uh, it's intimate. I don't do it with these strangers. I don't know these niggas like that. You have to learn how to be guests. And that's the unfortunate thing about being a celebrity on a pedestal. Those guys in the neighborhood, you know, it, it's not like that with them. They don't know how to take it. Like, Soldier Boy taught you that. Soldier Boy out there in California, he just going on his phone and he tried to hug somebody. Hey, that motherfucker, hey, man, get the fuck off me. And she could have went left just like that. Like, man, get the fuck out of here with that shit. You a guest. Black man, 16 to 30, y'all need to avoid each other like the plague. Mama, make sure y'all children is avoiding these niggas like the plague. Anytime, you know what I'm saying? He talking about something, he want to go with his partners. Encourage him, mama. Where your girlfriend at? Why don't y'all go out? You and Tiffany, y'all go somewhere. You and Tiffany, y'all go to the movies. When last time you and Tiffany went out to dinner? Huh? When the last time, oh, Shamika going to get her hair done. Go, on to the, go out there with the salon with her and just sit down and just chill and just watch our women talk. Go learn something. You know what I'm saying? Shamika going to get her feet done. Go on with your old lady. Hey, I'm, I'm going to leave you with this and I'm going to go. I'm going to leave you with this and I'm going to go. Um, I was with my girl so much, beloved, that when I went down south, um, these niggas were calling me. It was a term. They were, oh, what the fuck? These niggas, these country niggas was, hold on. Uh, oh, yeah, check it out. All right, okay. When I went down south, them fucking farmers was calling me uh, henpeck. And I didn't know what that was like henpeck. I didn't know what that shit meant, right? So, <laughs> you know, I'd be around my peoples and they'd be like, uh, hey, we finna go here, we finna go there. Ask V, is he do he wanna go? And they say, No, V ain't gonna go V henpeck. And I didn't, so I'm trying to figure out, I said, like, damn, what the fuck? I'm trying to use uh context clues and all this old kind of shit, but I couldn't put it together. <laughs> so I had to ask my mom, my mama from the south. So I, I got my old bird on the phone. I'm like, Mom, I said, Oh, yeah, what is henpeck? Because they, these niggas calling me, these goddamn farmers down here calling me henpeck. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and then my mom, she didn't really tell me the whole truth. She said, well, baby, that's what they call a man that's doing what he's supposed to do. <laughs> so I'm going to leave you with that. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Real Black Content Forum Podcast, man. Big VJ, you know. Um, you know, our condolences to the family and everybody that lost their life in Houston and all the hoods and inner cities in the waters of North America. Um, we got to do better, right? Peace. Thanks for viewing the podcast, be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.